Hello, everybody. It's Anthony Maroon here. Welcome to our Legends of League podcast. We come to you live every week from the Four Pines Brew Pub in beautiful, sunny downtown Manly. We're just opposite the wharf. Hope you come in and say good day. Enjoy the best of Four Pines from the comfort of home, though. The team at Four Pines have you covered with free delivery on juicy burgers and fresh cold beer as well. I mean, is this a great country or what? Visit fourpinesbeer.com.au forward slash delivery for more information. And joining us this week for our Rugby League wrap, we've got some great guests. Brandy Alexander, known around the place as Brandy, the Fox League legend, the Panthers legend will join us today. And Paul Ciro Sirenin as well. Thanks again for joining us on the Legends of League podcast. G'day everybody, welcome once again to the Legends of League podcast, it's Maroon here. As you know, we do the Legends of League tournament, which is in a little bit of a hiatus because of COVID-19, just like every other bloody thing in the world. So we're doing the podcast and hopefully in a year or so's time we might have both up and running. That's the plan. Anyway, let me introduce you to the guests for today. First one over here to my left, joining me in the uh, Four Pines Brew Pub in Manly, the great Greg Brandy Alexander. Hello, Brandy. Maroon, g'day. Nice to see you, mate. A legend of, uh, well, grand final legend, origin legend, and of course the these days, uh, part of the pen, the setup at Penrith, but we all see you on Fox League. Yeah, what a great gig! What a sweet gig! It's, yeah. it's not work, is it? Going no. talking and calling footy. Well, I suppose a bloke like you, at least you were a a genuine rugby league champion talking footy. Here I am, a reserve for the Waterloo Waratahs, and I get to make a living talking about footy. Yeah, but you're good. Oh, yeah, you 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 are good. You're what a you good do. man. You're a good man. It's nice to have mates. And joining us via Zoom, uh, another legend of our game, a bloke who played 246 games for the mighty uh, Balmain Tigers and a legend of rugby league through the 80s and 90s, Paul Sirena. Nice to finally get you on the Legends of League podcast, old mate. G'day, boys. Uh, yeah, nice to uh, nice to join you. Thanks. Yeah, congratulations, too, on your young blokes. We've got one of them playing, obviously, at South, and Curtis is over there at Manly. i got to say, mate, I, they're both – Obviously, we've seen more of Curtis. They both play with so much heart, don't they? Oh, look, yeah, yeah. Look, I've um, yeah, Curtis has been around for six or seven seasons now, mate. But he's obviously had, had his um, uh, trials and tribulations with injuries. But um, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of settled into a nice role there at Manly. He's, he's found his feet. Um, he's, he's carried a bit of a niggling injury all season, like a lot of blokes have in these you know, unusual times. But um, just really happy for Bailey, mate. Got, got his shot. Um, had a couple of games with the bench last year with the Rabbitohs and started the, the season uh, in the same way and uh, found himself with a sp- starting spot about six or seven weeks ago and mm. hasn't looked back. Mm. He's doing a good job, yeah. Bailey. He's going well. Yeah. He is. Absolutely. Just before we rip into this, Ciro, I was watching um, Fox League. might have been a week or two ago now. Um, Blocker was on there. with the. He does the podcast with Maddie and, and PK and they were talking about some of the, the, the great Tigers players. And Blocker said Benny Elias is the best, he believes the best Tigers player ever. And I thought, what a massive rap. If you look at Tigers players, even in my lifetime, what, a, what an honour for someone to say that about you. Yeah, no, he, he, he must have been with Benny that morning. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he, can't, he can't change his mind, the big fella. Yeah. Um, but, but, but look, yeah, I mean... Uh, Benny and, and yeah, Brandy will vouch for this too. He he, he kind of he changed he changed our dummy half play, you know, in the yeah, mid mid eighties, and uh, was a, was a wonderful player, great competitor, 
great company off the field as well. But um, it, it's, a, it's a fair rap, mate, when there's been, you know, 100 odd years of, of, of the Tigers. Um, yeah, to claim Benny's number one is, um, is, is yeah, some sort of praise from, from Block. Well, uh, you know, we're. I, sp- I played school footy against Zero. Yeah. Uh, we're the same age, and I played against Benny. Benny was a year older than us, and and I like like Zero just said, Benny changed the way hookers played the game. And during during lockdown, when when the game was stopped for that eight weeks, at Fox League we called a lot of uh, old games, yeah, and we did a lot of Tigers games uh, during the the late eighties, and that that was a great era for the Tigers. It, you know. They they should have yeah they should have mm. won that yeah. they should have won that grand final <laughs> they really should have and I, and we and that was just one of the games we called I you know the Tigers have had some great players but I I I, I think I I might agree that Benny and just looking at the football that he played and I went we both went on tours with Benny eighty six ninety it's hard to argue with what yeah, Bocker said. I, yeah. you know, Benny was such a good player and mm. so competitive and he didn't get the recognition for just how tough he was as well. He's a tough little bugger, but so talented. Mm. You know, there was games there when Wiz was the half for the uh, – Gary Freeman was the half for the Tigers. Um, Wiz didn't have a great general kicker. Benny was virtually oh. playing half and hooker. He was doing the kicking from first receiver mm. and also a dummy half, but also playing great game out of dummy half. So I – yeah, I'm not going to argue with what Block said. No, I I, I think too as a just as a I can only speak as a a lover a, a rugby league tragic a spectator. Ciro, I still think that that '89 Grand Final is the most compelling rugby league game I've ever seen. Ah, uh, well, yeah, it's been. Uh, <laughs> it's been <laughs> I've spoken about plenty yeah. of boys over the last anyway. last thirty odd years, but yep. uh, yeah, look, it, it, it was. It's just all the little. Yeah, the, the you know, a little yeah, moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mal, Mal, Mick Neal was five kilos heavier. He bounces over the line and scores, and you know the, the penalty against Maguire, all, all those little things. But you know, in the end, it was a great game, and let's leave it at that. Hey? Yeah, absolutely, mate. <laughs> all right, let's have a look at the re- results from last round. The Rabbitohs thirty-eight beat Parramatta uh, nil. I think um, to start with you, Brandy. For, even if you thought the Rabbitohs were going to win that game, you probably didn't think thirty-eight nil. No, I was a bit un- undecided, and and in the end, I, I sh- should have read what had happened with the Eels over the past month leading into that game. I, d- I, d- I don't know how much how much I, I, I placed in the win for South over the Seagulls. I didn't know whether it was South playing fantastic footy or whether Manly were just, you know, at the end of their tether. Uh, the Eels could only beat a Melbourne side who had no one in it. They had no one. Only beat them 14-0. Yeah. They lost to the Dragons the week before that. They only scored two tries against the Sharks, who scored three the week before that, but still got away with a win. I think we should have read that sort of performance coming from the Eels. Uh, and I think South Souths were brilliant. Cody Walker was great again, like an outstanding match along with Adam Reynolds. They were both brilliant. Latrell was great, but he's no longer, which is a huge blow. Uh, but I thought that put a massive dent in the Eels' chances to win the comp. Mm. I, I don't, after that, I can't see them winning the comp. Okay, and Ciro, that Rabbitohs side, we all, the, you know, the modern thing to talk about in rugby league is the spine. Well, there you've got Damian Cook, you've got Adam Reynolds, Cody Walker. You did have Latrell Mitchell, but you won't have, or South won't have for the remainder of the year. Yeah, no, but I, 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 I dare say that if it's, if it's Alex Johnston or Corey Allen goes to fullback, mate, that they've got other areas in their game that may make up that, 
in some areas that Latrell lacks, to be honest. But um, I mean, for explosive power and and presence, yeah, Latrell's he's a special kind of player. But um, I, I still think Johnston and Allen will do key jobs. And just on that game too, I, I, I thought um, that there's two South young fellas, Masters and Jackson Paulo, on that right edge. You know, they're playing. They're playing. Michael Jennings is a 250, 300 gamer and. And uh, and see that there. I thought they did a great job on that on that right edge for the Rabbitohs. And um, yeah, I, I saw a game. Obviously, still a game against Manly, watching the boys play each other. But south of um, something's clicked in the last couple of weeks, and you know we'll, we'll get a really good judge. Um, yeah, you know, a, a good guide to it when they take on the Storm. Okay, uh, the Dragons were beaten by the Gold Coast 14-10. The Dragons should have won this game. The Titans scored a couple of late tries to win it. Um, I guess, Brandy, with the Titans, we've, although it hasn't always been on the scoreboard, we've seen an immense improvement in that side. Yeah, I think we have. Yeah, And Justin Holbrook's been rewarded with a, a contract extension off the back of what I think we've all seen. And obviously uh, the administration up there, Mal and, and the rest of the, the Titans administration are pretty impressed with what Justin Holbrook's been able to do with them. I was incredibly um, disappointed with the Dragons. They had enough ball to win three games mm. and they've been that good with the ball. The back five have been outstanding. Dufty and Lomax and Ravalara and Pereira, even Ewan Aitken. Uh, but they just didn't do enough with it. And Titans snatched the vic, you know, the win right at the yeah. death. Jamal Fogarty's been terrific for them. Still question marks over Ash Taylor and whether you know he belongs in that side. But their forward pack looks good. Couple of couple of new ones. Jamin Jolliffe's been good up front. So yeah, they have been impressive while not always winning. The Titans certainly have improved, I think, in effort over the last couple of months. And Ciro, the Titans obviously moving forward, moving into next year, they'll have Mo Fortawaka, who's there already. But then now they're going to have Big Tino from Melbourne. They're going to have David Fafita. They're going to have Herman Essiesi. So it's going to be quite a forward pack. It must speak volumes for about uh, for Justin Holbrook as a coach. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they're a club going going places, boys. Um, you know those you know, those additions. They're, they're all all very good players. But I think the key to I think the key to the Titans will be getting a really good a good number nine who can bring those guys into the footy and. And, and their hearts as well. Yeah, Fogarty's been, you know, he's been a great improvement this year, you know, from, from where I think he played Burley, Burley 12 yeah. months ago, mm. played the Burley Bears in State Cup, but he's, uh, yeah, to come on 12 months later and captain a first grade side, so he's done a great job and he's, he's a bit more experienced and a bit more mature now, but um, no, I think the Coastal, um, yeah, they're on the crest of something pretty good. Okay, business as usual for the poor old Broncos it was last week, fellas, with the Roosters beating the Broncos 58 points to 12. We all know how good the Roosters are, obviously, with Luke Keary and James Tedesco, etc., etc. But the poor old Broncos, I, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, Brandy. I mean, we've had them lose, what, 13 or 14 since we returned from COVID. We've had playing staff in COVID lockdown. We've had mm. players in COVID lockdown. We've had the players as a group breaching COVID lockdown. An awful, an awful record in defence. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up, how bad they've been since we returned from COVID. No. Uh, look, and I, I'm on Fox League for both games Friday nights and they've been on Friday nights many times <laughs> yeah. this year. So I've been talking about the Broncos yeah. all year. I've, I, I, In the end, I, I said, look, They've become one of the easy beat teams of the competition, which ha the, the the stars that they've got in their lineup, they, that should not be happening. But it is 
Um, and I hope the dogs win this week so Brisbane run last. Because mm. they deserve to run last. They're the worst team in the comp. Yeah, they, they do. They deserve yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, the doggies put in. How do you see the Broncos, Ciro? Um, I, I, I was surprised they let some of their senior players go. And, and you know, when, when Seabold came, made that transition, you know, guys like McCulloch and, uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's a good leader. And I, I think what, what they lack is, 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 is a senior, a strong, solid um, senior playing group that the Broncos, you, you, you need a balance of, and, and they've got some young stars in there and, and some guys who are sort of few, few years into their careers, but you still need, you know, Alex Glenn's been out for a while, but you need that core of um, just to build a culture of your footy team in your club. You need, need that core of, of, of senior players who, who who lead the way and pull the young blokes in the line when they're, you know, they're starting to just, you know, things go off the rails a little bit. And obviously in, in the last, you know, six six months, it's 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 gone way off the rails for, for a lot of clubs. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, the sides with a good good strong leadership group of the clubs that are, you know, they're excelling. Yeah, there was some talk for a while there, Brandy, that the Broncos were going so bad that the Warriors were going to have to lend them some players. <laughs> and speaking speaking of the Warriors, uh, thirty six to six over Newcastle. So the Warriors have now won seven games since they've been based here in New, well in New South Wales and it speaks volumes for Todd Payton I think what he's got out of that playing group because again Brandy every week there's another challenge obviously Blake Green you know went to another club and then yep. Hetherington pulled out because he was suspended so there's another challenge every week but he just gets them to play football I know four of their last five pretty impressive what he's been able to do with them Fusatua and Mamalo went home a month ago mm. and everyone thought well you know what happens to the starts of their sets um, Roger Tuovasa-Shek Although his his attacking numbers aren't brilliant, you know, there's not many tries, not many try assists. The last couple of weeks, he has been outstanding. And and he's doing it tougher than anyone else because he hasn't got family with him. His family and a baby that's 10 months old was, I think, six months old when he he left home. But So he's doing it tough. But to be able to get those blokes to play the way they have over the last five or six weeks um, is an incredible job. And obviously the Cowboys saw... Something in Todd Payton as well. When he knocked the cowboy, when he knocked the Warriors back, you, you thought. I thought, well, gee, he must, must have know. one. Yeah. He he must know. He must have a fair yeah. idea that he's got a, a job. So, he's done uh, an incredible, you know, piece of work with them. I think it says more. This game said more about the Knights um, and what it means for their premiership hopes. And I I think they're in tatters along with the Eels. I, I don't know if the Knights can rescue themselves from this situation with the injuries they've got. Uh, with a lack of form of some of their key players, um, you know, I, I don't think the Knights dig themselves out of the hole that's, uh, that was dug for them by the Warriors up in Tamworth. Yeah, Ciro, though, you talk about, you know, injuries to clubs and then a lot of people will say, well, you can't use injuries as excuses. But the Newcastle Knights, mate, I could read you out the players they have injured, you could nearly put another uh, NRL side on the field. Yeah, yeah, and, and as, as as Brandy said, and you, you know, Maroon, it's it, it, it's no excuse, guys. Guys, just step in there, got a job to do. But I just find Newcastle like the 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 difference between their their, their good games and, and their and their bad games are like a, a an eight or nine out of ten compared and a three out of ten. Like they were really ordinary. Mm. Um, I was surprised they got towed by the Warriors, and then you know they've, they've thrown in a couple of other games too. There against the Bulldogs um, a few weeks back in the in the, in the wet too. They were pretty ordinary too. So there's just a couple of key things missing there for, for, for me as well. And 
Mate, just just from the Warriors too. I, I, I was I was lucky enough to work with Tony Payton very closely for a couple of years in the Tigers uh, West Tigers twenties, and uh, Toddy won a premiership in his I think it was his first year of coaching. So you just knew he, his demeanour and how how he how he interacted with the players. You, you could tell he's going to be an NRL coach. It was just a matter of when, you know. Really, mm. so good luck to him. Yeah, Sharks twenty eight, Cowboys twelve. Uh, boys, just quickly on the Cowboys here. Toddy Payton, obviously, who we've been talking about, goes there as head coach. And I suppose if he is good with with the younger kids coming through, Brandy, well, he's going to have his opportunity here because they've got some great young kids coming into the side. They have, but, uh, you know, like Ciro said about the, the Broncos and their senior players, I, I think the senior players of the, of the Cowboys have, have let them down. And I know, again, injury hasn't helped them this year. They've had... Uh, you know, a lot of their stars sitting on the sideline. Uh, so he's got some work to do because uh, I was at, I did that game, the, the Sharks and the Cowboys, and the Cowboys made me think of the Broncos and thought they stink. Like they, they're yeah. going really bad. They've, yeah. had, a, they've had a terrible year. Uh, they, they will be looking forward to the end of it. They can't wait for this season to, to finish. But, um, yeah, they've they got a lot of work to do, and they've got some players up there that are on big contracts that haven't really shown that much over the last couple of years. So there's a lot of work for Todd Payton to do. And, Ciro, the Sharkies, they are in the eight, uh, you know, and, and they're another club that have had their battles with injuries. Now, you go back nine or ten, 12 weeks, they wanted to punt the coach. But the coach, I think, against a lot of, uh, ob, you know, a lot of obstacles in his way, he's done a wonderful job, I think, Bomber Morris. Yeah, I think Jody's a bit like... Um a bit like Toddy Payton too, just his, his, his character and demeanour personality, which, you know, you can get the best out of his players there. I, um, but after, before he went into lockdown, I thought the Sharks would make long odds to make the finals, really, but he's done, he's done a pretty good job with them too. They've been, you know, their bench has been really good too, the Sharks, you know, the likes of, of, of Talakai and the Toby Rudolph, those sort of blokes, Hamian Ueli, they've, they've got some big, big bodies and they've just rolled sides through the middle of the Sharks, but, um, Look, I, I, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll make the finals. If, if they'll make any any noise in there, I, I don't know about that. Mm. Okay, Panthers 30, West Tigers 6. Now, obviously, the Panthers are on a roll now. That was 11 straight for your mm. Panthers, Brandy. We've. I want to talk about the West Tigers here if we can. There's a lot of talk about player unrest and players needing to speak to Madge about, you know, certain ways that he coaches the club. So... So let me start with that. Do you think the West Tigers have a little bit of a soft underbelly, considering they haven't made the finals for almost a decade? Uh, I, I I don't know, and I, you know, I, I I don't know if it if you can compare sides over over different years. And mm. it, you know, for for me, it you know, I, what the Tigers did three or four years ago really has no impact on what they're doing now. For mine, they've got different coach, um, you know. Their, their playing roster has changed enough. You would think that, you know, whatever those problems were, it, it's sometimes clubs get labelled with something like that. And you know, I think, well, what, what's, is there a real, is there a reason for it or what, what is it? Anyway, um, there's always problems if there are players complaining about uh, the approach the coach is taking. If there's players that are unhappy with the way Michael Maguire is coaching, and I don't know if that's true or not, but if there is, well, they're in a bit of strife, the Tigers. If, if there's players, you know, unhappy, uh, he might have to get rid of them. Mm. Now, the Tigers have got some problems with the salary cap. Absolutely. They're, you know, there's, mm. we've spoken about the Cowboys and some players earning 
way too much money. Well, the Tigers are in that situation. I don't know how they solve the problems they've got and bring in new talent until they get rid of some of the players that are there taking up, you know, a big chunk of the cap. Ciro, look, let's look at this 20 years on. Let's look at this 20 years on. You're a Balmain Tiger, a Balmain Tigers legend, no, uh, no doubt at all. And the Balmain Tigers merge with the West Magpies, become the West Tigers. I don't know. I feel like these merged sides, especially when things aren't going to plan, they kind of splinter back into their own little groups. Do you know what I'm coming from, where I'm coming from with this? Uh, mate, I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've had 20 years involved with the club at, at, at all different levels, to, yeah, to be honest. And I'm currently employed there, so it's, it's, it's quite hard to be a bit critical of, yeah. <laughs> of, the, of the people within the, within the organisation. But suffice to say, look, if, if there's players, you know, if there's players sort of whinging to the media, I, I don't know, are they in the 17 every, every week? I, I don't know. Um, Madge had a job to do when he came in, and, and, and the players knew about his reputation, but, um, Look, it's it, yeah, there's there's been a couple of things going on the last week, which you know, um, when you're out of finals contention, they, they they raise their head. There's you know a bit more talk about who's going where, and what's doing what, you know. But yeah, I mean that, that they just got to roll their sleeves up and have a dig, you know. That that a really good performance against Parramatta there several weeks ago, and um, probably well, I mean I don't know if they're going to win that game, but since, since then they've been yeah they've just. They play well in patches, but um, you know, just for for committed effort over eighty minutes, they've been pretty pretty ordinary. I, I will say something about a coach that that really rides his players hard. Now, I'm you know, I'm mm. I've I've never listened to Michael Maguire. I've heard him talk in the media, but I, I don't know what he coaches like. But mm. he seems to be a player that puts a lot of pressure on his on his individuals, um, and rips into them too. So, and it seems like a high pressure atmosphere. At the Tigers, that's that's what I think. From outside looking in, now, if you're winning games, that's well and good. And Craig Bellamy, he can scream his head off and he can rant and rave and he gets away with it because they keep winning. Yes, that, you know he yes. can scream at them at halftime because they'll go out and win the game. But if you're losing and that and that's the sort of atmosphere that you have created, some blokes aren't up to that. Well, things go south real quick. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, true. Let me ask you then, Brandy, because you're not employed by the West Tigers. Like, and, and, and I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking for another job, though. But uh, you, you, you um, look at this, this, these merged sides. Mm. We had three. Yep. We ended up with two. And now we're like 20 years down the track. I'd hate to be a supporter of one of these merge sites. Due respect to them, they've got all these different home grounds and then mm. they've got, you know, these splinters on the board that are from one part and from the other part. And they never seem to – and it's 20 years on. Yeah. They still don't seem to have fully gelled. Yeah, look, I, and, you know, Ciro's employed by the Tigers, yep. uh, the West Tigers. But uh, for, for me, again, outside looking in, uh, West have now assumed control, you know – Tragic to what happened for the for the Balmain Tigers. There's no longer a Balmain Leagues club. Yeah. Obviously, that's played its part in the demise of the Balmain Tiger side of things. Um, you're right. It, it does seem that, it, that there's always these little factions, and um, you know, I'm, having not been in the club, this is just my view. But yeah, it's 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 a tough gig, I think, yeah. to to merge a side and for everyone to be happy. That won't happen. 
once you lose part of your control, and I, I'm assuming that that's happened to the Tigers, that makes it even more difficult. Mm. All right, boys. Well, our next game, uh, Storm 30 beat Manly 6. Manly, another side who have just been absolutely decimated by injury to key players over the course of this season. Obviously, Tommy Trebojevic, and then the two front rowers in, out, in, out with injury and God knows suspension. And the Storm beat them 30 to 6 0. The Storm are one of these sides that are just going to sort of, they kind of fly under the radar till we get to here. And then we start to pay a bit more attention to them. And then they finish in the top four. And as you know, it's just a whole brand new thing when we get to the top four. And it's the finals. There's one reason behind all that, boys. It's uh, Cameron Smith. He, he uh, yeah, just I, 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 you know, I, I was kind of hoping he had one more week off, you know, just for, 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 for the Manly boys' sake. <laughs> one more week off, one more week off for that shoulder that wasn't to be. And you know, him and Musta combined, they were, you know, that the, the, the left edge for for the Storm, mate. They were just scintillating, you know. But um, yeah, the, the, they're, they're just the consistency of that club, you know. I mean, we, we just spoke about the. West Tigers, you know, but that's if you, if you flip a coin, there's the Melbourne Storm. It doesn't matter who they lose, who they bring in, they they know their roles, they do their jobs. Yep. Uh, and it's just it's a it's a settled club, and they you know it's it's and, you know and they've been re- yeah, been like re- relocated up to Sunshine Coast now for several weeks as well. You know, I mean, it'd, it'd probably rather be up there than, than down in Melbourne at the moment, mind you. But, oh um, shit, yeah. yeah, yeah, they used to get the job done. Young guys are coming in, they know their roles doing their jobs and yeah yeah, yeah. I mean in, in, in a month's time when we're in the, in the finals the, uh, the storm will be there mm. big time mm. is that how you see agree. it agree yeah 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 the, the Melbourne with all their players on the field they're, they are a, a genuine chance to win it Raiders 34 Bulldogs 20 now the Raiders have had a funny sort of a year but here they find themselves back in equal fourth position against the team they're, they're playing this week we'll talk about that a little bit later on but Doggies 34, I beg your pardon, Raiders 34, Bulldogs 20. Dog, Raiders, Brandy, seem to have, uh, I don't know if reinvented is the word, but found a different way to do it without Josh Hodgson. Mm, yeah, I guess they had to. And, and you forget now that Josh, you know, every now and then you forget that Josh Hodgson, yes. he hasn't been there for that long and he won't be uh, a part of it, you know, moving forward. So they've got to be able to uh, reinvent themselves because he was so important to them and a lot hinged on whether he was – you know, setting up tries or, you know, getting them on the go, uh, the momentum going forward. So, uh, you know, more responsibility on their halves, on George Williams and on Jack White. And Jack White certainly stood up two tries, you know, in a very short space to, you know, break that game open because the dogs had them had them rattled for, yeah. for, for a time. Whether they can continue to do that, you know, and they've got some great players in key positions uh, with Papali leading the pack. Um, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, and this weekend will be a, mm. you know a great test for them up against a Roosters side that uh, that has some players returning. Yeah, uh, Ciro, the doggies now. Trent Barrett will coach the doggies next year. Obviously, they're they're down on troops. They're down on cattle. He's got his work cut out from you. Next year, he'll get a couple back. And there's a couple of uh, I mean, like Joey Stimson's the forgotten man in the NRL, but I mean, he's not going to change it all that much. He just needs to get some new recruits into the doggies. It's it's funny for blokes our age, us three here, to sit here and see the doggies struggle when we've, for the last four decades, seen them there or thereabouts every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those clubs that yeah, yeah, success has always been around there, you know, but um, they, are, they are different times. But, um, yeah, look, I, I, 
And as you said earlier on, boys, I, I, I just think, you know, I mean, the, the dogs have played really well in, in, in patches and been very unlucky not to win a couple of games, whereas, whereas Brisbane have, you know, probably deserved to be wooden spurners. But um, I just thought, yeah, before half time, they, they, they scored a couple of, well, that was a great try that, that Kerrick Holland um, scored right on half time. I thought, geez, is, is there an upset? Brewing here, but um, yeah, the class of, of Jack White and got him back in there. But uh, what what Trent Barrett will bring? Well, you know, when he raids the uh, Panthers lower grade, he's been uh, barred, mate. We're, we're not letting him <laughs> in the place anymore. He just sits in the uh, box. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say nothing, say nothing. But uh, no, he, he'll um, look what. what on that first hand, I think yeah, yeah, when Curtis first went to first went to uh, Manly and, and, and Baz was coaching, he, he he got him over there and he, he had a lot of time for him. As a, he said, he's a very good coach, and you know there's some other issues that around the club that probably drove Baz out of there. But um, I, I think he's, a, he's got a really good footy brain, and the, the players like him. And you know it, it'll take we take 12, 12, 18 months for the dogs to. Yeah, to see that happen, but they'll yeah they'll they'll be improved going forward. Okay, boys, let's have a quick look at the ladder, and then we'll have a quick look at what's happening this weekend. Panthers obviously leading the competition with uh, three points clear on the Melbourne Storm. Panthers still have only lost one game. They had that draw, but they've only lost one game, which I think is pretty remarkable. Storm into second position, and Parramatta hanging on to third. Then we've got the Roosters and Canberra in equal fourth. Those guys play each other this week. South in sixth, Newcastle. Seventh and Cronulla eight. So that top eight, well, it can't change as far as the teams are concerned this week because the top eight are four points clear. Then we've got uh, ninth, we've got the Warriors, tenth, the Dragons, eleventh, the West Tigers, twelfth, Manly. Then, boys, we've got the Gold Coast Titans, the North Queensland Cowboys, and the Broncos in thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. The doggies are coming dead last. Let's talk about those three Queensland teams, Brandy in thirteenth. 14th and 15th is it going to mean is it going to mean moving forward we might have a little bit of a new south wales origin dynasty or it doesn't play any part in it no it plays no part in no, absolutely none and if you go through the those teams there's not many players there doesn't seem to be many mm. players that come out of the queensland sides um and i i can't seem to name any at the moment but Corey Oates played last year for uh, out of the Brisbane side like yeah. there's there seems to be more New South Wales players yeah. playing for Brisbane mm. than mm. there does uh there does Queensland they've still Queensland still have Ponga Cherry Evans Cameron Munster uh, David Fafita uh Jai Arrow you know Josh Papali they they got great players and yeah. yeah, a lot of them aren't playing in those clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, leave that there then and we'll go up to the 11th spot on the ladder. The West Tigers there, Ciro, and your old club, mate, they're, they're probably, well, they're going to miss out on the 8th again. And we touched on it earlier. It has been a long time, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're um, yeah, certainly everyone's a sick and tired of finishing ninth. I think we've finished ninth <laughs> uh, three times in the last four seasons, you know, just those – those they should win games. They yeah they seem to get beat yeah those games. But um, look, if, if they finish the season on a on a, on a good note, yeah, if they can win two or three of the last four, um, then you know I mean you go into go in the off season. But there's really there's just, there's no excuse. I mean I, 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 you talk to West Tigers fans everywhere and they they, they kind of scratch their heads and they it's a, it's a hard hard thing being a West Tigers fan sometimes. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right, boys, let's have a look at the games for round seventeen: Broncos, Panthers, and 
the Broncos, well, Panthers, I think your mob are going for 12 straight, mm-hmm. Brandy. They, I mean, you. I don't think the Broncos will be in the same postcode. No, I don't, I don't know what what the difference between the sides will be in the end, but it'll be a game man to, to tip against Penrith. I, I don't think there would be anyone tipping mm-hmm. against Penrith. Mm-hmm. I think... I think the Broncos were paying twelve dollars wow. last week against the Roosters. Yes. Twelve, yeah. well, didn't matter. No, it you, doesn't you weren't matter. Get a, no, there's no collect <laughs> yeah. on that, is yeah. there? So yeah. I don't know what the score will end up, but I, I can't tip against Penrith. Zero. Ah, uh, no, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm with Brandy here. You, you, you're just hoping if you're if you're a Broncos fan that they have a dig and you know they can sort of have a bit of second half effort. Uh, Brandy, this next game, Newcastle Sharkies. Obviously, both these teams are in the eight, and as I said, the eight it might be able to change in order, but it can't change. The teams can't change. They're all going to be in the eight for at least another week. But this Newcastle side, McCulloch is out, Connor Watson's out, Bradman Best, Sione Matatia, Blake Green. Uh, you got Jaden Braley, Daniel Saifiti. That that's not all of them. That's the Newcastle side. Mm. Uh, do you give them a chance against the Sharkies? Uh, I, uh, this whole weekend, this whole round's really tough. It, it is a tough round to, to try and tip a winner. Um, Newcastle, you would think after being embarrassed by the Warriors, will put in a better effort, but I don't know if they've got enough good players, Maroon. Mm. I, I don't know if there's enough in them to beat the Sharks. And Ciro ran through the Sharks. Some of the forwards are playing great. Uh, they do get Chad Townsend back this week, the Sharks. And... You know, I, I was impressed with Braden Trindle and um, yeah. uh, the young fullback. So I, I, I'm going to go Cronulla. I, I'm going to go Cronulla to win that one. That young fullback's Bubba Kennedy's. William Kennedy, yeah. very good. Played, had a great yeah, game yeah. last week. What about well, you, Ciro? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I yeah, played a couple of seasons with Bubba, and um, yeah, he was some, some sort of player. And his young fellow's going really well. Um, look, I, I'm, I'm with Brandy on this one. I used to think Newcastle were that poor last week. They'll be a lot better this week, but. Uh, I can see the Sharks just you know, keep their uh, winning ways going. All right, Rabbitohs, Melbourne Storm. This game's at ANZ Stadium on Friday evening, but having said that, Brandy, do you realise these two clubs have played 32 times in their history? Melbourne have won on 27 occasions. I know, it's a bad it's a bad record, isn't it, against isn't Melbourne? It? But they're not the only club that have struggled against Mel- Melbourne over the last decade. But it, it is particularly poor uh, record against the Storm for, for the Bunnies. I'm going to go Melbourne. Um, I don't know what the loss of Luttrell will mean, but we'll get a good indication of... And Alex Johnson does do other, do things. He's he's a busier fullback than Luttrell, but Luttrell's pulled the trigger on some great plays yeah. over the last month. So Bunnies will miss that. Uh, so I'll I'll go the Storm to continue their ownership over the Rabbitohs. How, you, how about you, Ciro? Uh, I'm, I'm going the other way on this one. I, I, I've seen enough of South in the last two weeks. They're, they're playing with a whole, whole heap of confidence. Um, at ANZ, you know, off, off the back of that huge win over Manly, I, I think they'll, 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 they'll enjoy playing there. I, I can I can see the I can see the Bunnies getting getting the uh, the Storm in a narrow win. It's a great Friday night of footy. Yeah, it's absolutely. a great Friday it's a, night. It's a, it's a, it should be a cracking game. Now, th- this next one, guys, thank God they are playing it during COVID nineteen because I don't think we have a stadium in Australia big enough to host the Bulldogs <laughs> versus the Gold Coast Titans at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. It's a big game. Yeah. It is a big game. Um, and I, I've done plenty of Bulldogs games this year and been impressed with them. That's the reason why I'm thinking, you know, Brisbane deserved the spoon because the Dogs have been yeah. putting in all year. Um, Gold Coast were impressive last week, the snatch victory against the Dragons. 
But I, I'm I'm banking on the dogs. I'm, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's more of a heart mm-hmm. tip than than head. But go the doggies. Zero. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards the dogs too. That they played enough good footy over the last month in, in, in patches. I think you know uh, Steve George Giles will get them get them going. And there's there's only a few weeks left to impress the new coach coming in. But uh, I, I think you know in a, in a one to twelve are uh, the dogs for sure. All right. Uh, Manly and the West Tigers, both teams been disappointing this year mm. for a number of reasons, injuries. But for both these clubs, it just hasn't been their year 2020. Currently the Tigers in 11th, Manly in 12th. Who do you like, Brandy? I like the Seagulls. Um, Cherry Evans in the pack the pack for Manly to, to get them over the top of the Tigers. So Manly to break their their losing streak, and it's been, it's been a, a pretty heavy one. So Manly to win. Zero? Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've got to go with my heart, heart over my head here yeah. with, with, with the young, young fellow there. But uh, look, it, it'll be it'll, it'll be pretty tight, I, I dare say. Manly's, Manly's outside backs aren't, you know, there's, there's a few new blokes there and the young Foon has had some some moments in the last few weeks too. But um, yeah, they'll need to, I, I, I think just that if, if they're playing at Leichhardt, I'd lean towards the Tigers, but they're at, at Brookvale, I'll, I'll go with Manly in a, in a, in a close one again. Tuffy. Boys, uh, this Ooh. one's going to be a great game too. This is the Raiders versus the Roosters. They are both, well, they're both on the same, 22 points in fourth and fifth position. So let's assume the winner goes into fourth and probably hangs on to fourth perhaps. But it's going to be a massive game. It's in Canberra, which will affect the result. The Sonny Bill Williams factor. Who do you like here, Brandy? Mm, another tough one. I, I, you know, it has been a – it's a tough round to try and pick a winner. So uh, you're right. I think the fact that it's Saturday night in Canberra makes it a, a, a bigger challenge for the Roosters. But Keary's coming back in for the Roosters. And I like the way that they dismantled Brisbane last week. Um, so I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to go the Roosters. Okay. What about you, Ciro? Yeah, I, I'm 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 seeing the well, I wouldn't say comfortable win, but I I, I can see the Roosters. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to got some some trips back now, and they're they're playing some good footy. All right, and as a Southman, I like to say Luke Keary is on loan to the Roosters. <laughs> Mate, that's years ago. Get over it, Maroon. Get, get over it. Yeah. I can't get over get it. Over it. I can't get over it. Brandy. Yeah. Um, all right, Warriors take on the Eels. As we've said, the Warriors have won seven since they've been based in New South Wales, and I think six under the coaching of Todd Payton, who has just shown us what character there is in the Warriors. And I'll tell you what, a lot of the so-called experts would say the Warriors coming here was going to be the demise of the Warriors, but mm. we've just seen something completely different. Yeah, no, they've been outstanding. They, they have, and, and the players that have gone home, they've had to deal with that. Blake Green, they pushed him out. Uh, but everyone's doing their job, which is... Uh, pleasing for certainly for the coach and, and for the team. I, I'm going to go against them, though. I think the Eels, after being hammered last week, there's, a, there's still enough in the Eels to be able to bounce back and beat the Warriors. Um, but again, you know, gee, the Eels, if they're, if they're off their game again like they were last week, the Warriors will, the Warriors will get them. Ciro? Uh, yeah, look, uh, it, it'd be nice to, uh, to try and tip everyone's second team in the Warriors. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think, yeah. On the back of getting getting towed up last week, Paramount, they're embarrassed last week. And uh, if you're embarrassed footballers, I, I think the following week they'll, they'll come out with a point to prove. And I, I think Paramount will do it and do it do it fairly comfortably. I think. Okay, boys, the probably two of the more, more disappointing sides of the year will ra- finish off round seventeen. 
Either of them will feature in the finals. Uh, North Queensland Cowboys. This game is at Queensland Country Bank Stadium in Townsville. The Cowboys Dragons, Brandy? Dragons. And Ciro? Uh, I'll go the local side, Cowboys. All right. In a word now, boys, and you got to take your you, – try and take keep the emotion out of this if you can, Brandy. Only if you can, who mm. wins the competition this year? Penrith. Right. Well, it's glad to see that you <laughs> kept the emotion out of it. Ciro, oh, did, you, if, did you expect anything no, different? No, I didn't, mate. I didn't. Ciro, if you say Tigers, I'll storm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you, you know, think, Tigers, mate? Well, I've, I've, I've got one, you know, what – I've got some family in the, in the finals left, mate. Yeah. So I'm going to say the bunny. The bunnies are going to sneak into the four. Watch that. Watch that. They'll, they'll sneak into the four. Can they win it? I don't think so. I, I'm going to go, dare I say, the wrist is three in a row. Uh, all right. Okay. Hey, it's good to catch up with you, old mate. Look after yourself, Ciro. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Thanks Ciro. Good on you. One of the legends of the league joining us uh, on the show today. The great Paul Sirenen and Brandy Alexander. All the best at Fox League and all the best with your Panthers as well. Thanks, Maroon. Always good to catch up with you, Brandy boy. Good man. Good man. We'll see you next time on the Legends of League podcast. Well, that's it for another episode of Legends of League. Thanks to our brand partners, Four Pines Brewing Company. Give them a follow on social media at Four Pines Beer or check out the website too, fourpinesbeer.com. Uh, next week for Throwback Thursday, we've got some great guests. We're going to get Brandy to come back again. But joining Brandy will be that supermodel from Lowe's, the big man, Daryl Broman, joins us via Zoom. I mean, we didn't have the bucks to get Daryl here in the flesh, but we'll get him via Zoom, and we love the big fella too. Be sure to subscribe to the Legends of League podcast so you never miss an episode, and show us your support by rating the show or leaving us a review if you like. See all the best bits and big announcements on our social media at Legends of League AUS. That's Legends of League AUS. It's Maroon here. Enjoy it. See you next time on the Legends of League podcast. <laughs> <laughs>